Welcome everyone to episode 30. It's 30, John. 30 of the Daddy Sharps podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the conferences, games, and the fights that your buddies are just too square to break down. And Luke, I'm going to yes. pose this in the form of a question. Oh. Have we arrived? Is this the final game of a great March Madness for the Daddy Sharps? Incredible, we're here. Oh, we're breaking down the final one of this one. And the Huskies from UConn are huge favorite over the San Diego State Aztecs. But first, 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 and we're going to break that down. But first, we got to recap our best bets from the final four. Talk about crazy. And I'm going to be honest, the Daddy Sharps found themselves, as I speak in third person here, in the spot where they get upset. Maybe they argue a little bit. Maybe a little bickering back and forth. And then you know what? Yeah, two dads. And then the the Daddy Sharps chill out a little bit. And they get a grip and realize that they didn't lose every best bet. (laughs) We do this all the time. And there's another round of betting coming up in the final. We didn't do bad. Didn't do bad. Yes, not bad. Especially for a very unpredictable set of circumstances here so i had i think we both had san diego state minus one and a half versus fau we both like san diego state against the spread what a game what a shout a shot all i can say is wow we love the aztecs at one and a half they win by one daddy sharps take the loss however then on the other side we have two best bets in this game and we like the under 132 and a half fau has a huge first half the threes were draining and they scored 40 on the Aztecs for the first time all year that the San Diego State team has given up 40 and a half. The final total, 143. Daddy Sharps take the L. And then we got to the UConn game. Luke, me, you, the data. I think everybody saw this coming. UConn minus five and a half. Spread still wasn't big enough. UConn easily covers. And the best bet where my two dads were fighting. I thought it was too much. You thought they could get there. I like the under 149 and a half. What the hell happened? What the hell happened there? I don't know. But I got to tell you, <laughs> took a bath on that SD San Diego State uh, yes. game. I, I, you know, and I had mixed emotions because uh, we both saw that. You know, the final shot and it's a buzzer, oh, Peter. We've been waiting for so the tournament for that. And, and it happened. And then I quickly realized, oh, yeah, it didn't cover. <laughs> I took him by minus two, whatever. Uh, best bet under 132 and a half. Again, I lose well. Uh, UConn, we both won on that one. But I was, you know, I was leaning. I just a lean. I didn't make it a That's best true. bet. And I was just leaning over 149 and a half. Still not a best bet, but so not officially a loser, but that would have lost for sure. Which is kind of like, kind of, you know, it's kind of a, you know. Leading up to <laughs> what we're going to do right now, which is That's break true. down the final. Speaking oh. of defense, let's start by making it, John, sound official. Are you yes, ready? I am get, ready. I'm going to get my diaphragm in order, and I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. Monday night, the madness returns to the court in a city better known as the Bayou City. Yes. H-Town, Clutch City, and Crush City. The city where the iconic words, the eagle has landed, reached back down to earth and echoed across the world. A city (laughs) named after an American hero, John, who 
twice, not once, but twice served as president of the Republic of Texas. Yes, John. Yes. Yes. Headed back to Houston and Anarchy Stadium for the NCAA men's basketball final between the Aztecs of San Diego State University and the Huskies from the University of Connecticut. UConn favored by seven and a half. The over-under, 132 and a half. John, break it down for us. That that was an intro, sir. Thank you. are going to give Buffer a run for his money on that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> UConn minus seven and a half versus San Diego State University. The total, the pesky 132 and a half. More on that in a minute here. My best bet, I'm going with San Diego State University plus seven and a half. We said it all tournament, Luke. Defense wins championships, and why change now? In our case, I don't know if San Diego can win, but from a Daddy Sharp's perspective, defense makes covers. San Diego State University is six and one against the spread in the last seven, only missing the cover Saturday by half a point. Another one where we lose by half a point. Granted, UConn is a cover machine as well, going five and oh in the last five. But let's take a look at this San Diego State offense. There are offenses that these guys have played. They've taken on three of the top 25 offenses in the last three games games, and shut them all down. UConn will be their toughest test, ranked third. On the other side of the ball, we're going to get more into this in a deep dive. UConn has been blowing everyone out, but they haven't been tested by a great defense yet. The highest ranked D they faced in the tournament was Arkansas at 17. Miami was ranked 99. Gonzaga ranked 73rd. UConn has faced some of the toughest offenses in the tournament, and San Diego State will be a far cry from Gonzaga and Miami. More on that when we look at the under. But it goes to show you the Huskies haven't faced a defensive juggernaut like the Aztecs yet. Don't expect what we saw in their past games. They haven't seen a style like this the entire tournament. And according to my data, this spread is safe to cover for San Diego State University between six to seven and a half. My best bet, San Diego State University keeps it closer than the squares expect, and we hit the cover as we settle in for another great game. Total, we're a little cloudy here, Luke. I think you're going to probably agree with me on this one. little cloudy on the numbers. The Aztecs are 8-1 to the under, only missing the last one against FAU. Like I said, FAU had that great first half where they were just hitting every three they could. Now the under, we are looking at 132 and a half right now. San Diego State in the last five has seen a total set by the books at an average of 136. UConn has seen an average total of 141 and a half while facing the best offenses in the tournament, and they were cashing unders. My data leaning under at 132 and a half, but I'm going to wait until right before the game to see where this total ends up. I have a feeling the public is going to buy the over due to the UConn performances against Gonzaga and Miami. I hope remember, so. Yeah, remember, those are two defenses ranked over 70th in the country. This is a strength-on-strength matchup, much like the Alabama versus San Diego State University mm-hmm. game about three rounds ago. Great offense versus great defense, and that one ended up at a 135-point total. San Diego State University did hit the under as the books had it set at 137. I think the books learned from that game. They put this one a full five points lower. I mostly lean to the under on this game, but most likely I'm probably going to be off. I can't wait to hear what you think, Luke. Interesting, because I was chomping at the bit during 
that whole <laughs> breakdown you yes. were perfect on the breakdown but i just wanted to kind of inject 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 and debate and debate and debate yes look i don't have much more to say here i really don't uconn wins this game most likely i say most likely because i'm gonna get to that i'm gonna get to that my best mm. bet but my best bet in this game according to my data is the under john nice under 132 and a half which scares the hell out of me but i'm gonna go with it because look this is a game between two solid defenses, right? Yes. Very the Aztecs solid. won't be able to stop the Huskies' big man. He was on a fast track to the NBA. Let's all be honest. Adama mm-hmm. Sanogo. I said last week, you're going to be hearing that name a lot in the last game. He had 21 points and 10 rebounds. He's uh, scored double digits every game this tournament. No one can stop him. I'm convinced. It's one of those things where you're like, ah, maybe not this one. Maybe not this one. And he does it every time. So yes. I, I'm I'm on the train. And that was against FAU. You know, many thought that FAU would slow him down. They did not. But the pace of both teams in this final is slower. Mm -hmm. That plus two defensive teams means a lower scoring game, in my opinion. So I like that under. On the spread, I think the only bet to make is on the Aztecs to cover that seven and a half. I've, I've, I've got good data. It's not, it's, you know. One model is 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 decent. The other says nothing. So, you know, you know, I I, I like that bet. I'm leaning on it right now. But after yes. you said what you did, I, you know, I'm, I'm I know I'm going to make the bet. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Look, I love it. I and, love it. And check this out. You know, when following and against the spread loss, like the FAU game, the Aztecs are six zero and one against the spreads. They've got that going for them. Most of the public I checked, they're on UConn to cover. Mm. And you might expect that. But I think that alone is enough to lay some money on San Diego State. Maybe, and here's what I meant by hold on. I'm going to talk about it in in a minute. Maybe, John, sprinkle a little bit on the Aztecs money line, plus 330 right now. Heck, it's the last game of the season. Why not? Mm -hmm. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Maybe you're throwing your money away. Maybe not. You know, maybe keep it, uh, you know, a, a little bit of money here and there. But, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if the Aztecs win it. If they do, it's a good payoff. But I think the best bets here are certainly the under. And, man, I like them to, to cover. I like the points. I like the Aztecs and the points. I think we agree on all that, don't we? Don't we? I think so. I think, I think you know, I'm leaning on the under. Love the, the spread on San Diego State there. And with you making the under a best bet, I got to follow the Daddy Sharp's advice. I got to have both bets in here. (laughs) I think so. All right. All right. Before we go any further, we got to make something else official because it's time for our deep dive. Let's deep dive a little bit here into this game. First question right out of the gate. Are you ready for this one? I am ready. Who wins? Who wins this game? Ooh. So this is a tough one for me. All the data says UConn's going to win. They've been blowing everybody out. Sure. But like absolutely. we talked about in the breakdown, UConn's played very good offensive teams and outscored them. But these teams didn't have very good defenses. They really haven't played a team like San Diego State. A very good defensive team. San Diego State, on the other hand, has played a team similar to UConn. They played Alabama, who was top five in defense and offense, and that spread was six and a half. They beat them outright. So I want to say UConn. My head says UConn. My heart says San Diego State, my man. UConn is fundamentally sound. 
They do all the little things right, and they make those little things look easy. So if you're this young basketball kid, grown up, and you're aspiring to be, and what, where do I go to, you know, and you watch a team like this, they make it look too easy. They really do. Yes. But that's because they're really good. They're really good. But I agree with you. San Diego State, how many times have we been saying, look, harken back to Princeton. We talked about this pre-podcast. Princeton yes. had no business being in the final of their own conference, the Ivy League. They had no business <laughs> making the tournament. <laughs> they had no business, you know, showing up against Purdue and then beating Purdue. They had no business. And it was one of those teams where you could make a lot of money off on this run, uh, on their run. Yep. You know what everyone's been saying about San Diego State? The same thing. Exactly. Here yep. they are. And they've got the best te- defense left in the tournament. And, and and tell me again, tell me again about uh I can't remember which game it was where they were trying to hit all the threes and and they and 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 they went to the coach at halftime. What do we how are you changing things up? And they said, you know what, we're just gonna play how we know how ah, to play. Yeah. That convinces me. Yes, yes. So in the in the Creighton game, they were trying to hit all these threes Creighton, in the beginning. Right. Yeah, they were trying to hit all these threes in the beginning. And the coach said at halftime, they adjusted and said, we're only going to take easy twos. We're going to do layups. We're going to hit jumpers. And that's what they did in the second half. And that's what they did in this second half, too, quite frankly. And remember, an uncanny thing here. In the last podcast that we were breaking these teams down, these games down, FAU was a carbon copy of Creighton. When you look at all the numbers and the data. San Diego said. State beats them both by one point in the last second. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, unbelievable. And I I would have to argue, UConn, based on the data, is a carbon copy of Alabama, who San Diego State beat uh, easier than one. <laughs> right. It wasn't, it wasn't as close, but it, it was, they beat them. And there is something about the San Diego State team. It's a bunch of... Older guys, they got the defensive player of the conference in there. Um, it's it's a team that is just making too many clutch shots for it to be luck right now. It almost do I dare say the word, Luke? Do I say the bad word of gambling? Are they a team of destiny? Oh god. <laughs> it goes against data, it goes <laughs> against everything. When but you think these of these guys, yeah. When you think Crazy. of buzzer beaters, when you think of buzzer beaters, you, you think of, uh, you know, Christian Leitner catching the ball at, you know, the foul line and yes. the, or, or you think of hitting the three and, and you win by, you know, um, you know that in more modern times, I would say there's been more buzzer beaters that were reliant on the three, whether to tie the game in the last second or to win the game by a three. Going back to Leitner, which was God, I don't want to do the math. How many years ago was that? Let's just not do it. Let's just <laughs> it's not gonna do make it. you old. Let's don't just not do it. do it. But how when was the last time you saw a buzzer beater from 10 feet out? Right? Right? By a big guy. It harkens a big back. <laughs> it harkens back to again. I talked about UConn and fundamentals, but San Diego State, solid defense, fundamentals, play sound defense. Look for a good shot. It's just, God, this 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 has all. And I'm gonna get to this next question out of what I'm about to say right now. This has all the makings for a 
which has been a weird out of a weird tournament, a classic game, a, a final that everyone will remember. And you'll yes. be like, I knew where I was when I saw this last shot yes. between these two teams, which brings me to this next question. So Vegas needed FAU. They lost big on FAU. Who does Vegas like now in this game, especially with a point of seven and a half, which doesn't look like it's going to move much. I believe that they like UConn. And I think the public, I think they put that number out there because of UConn's performance in this tournament. They knew the public would buy UConn. They, and I, oh man, it's tough. I, I think they want UConn. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. And right now, if if you look at anywhere, the the, the early money is is on UConn. And, and I got I got to think because there's not much time between now and the final four. People trying to get those early numbers in as well. I I I think that's right. I think that Vegas likes that seven and a half. It's such a big number. And if you look back yeah. at, at the numbers and the spreads in this, this, we we our the points that we saw in our data were anything of like like four and a half, five and up was just a bridge too far in every yeah. game. There was some, yep. you know, there's some here and there that, but most, mostly if you stuck with that principle in mind and you stuck to it, you're going to be a winner, winner, chicken dinner yeah. every step of the way. Seven and a half is a, I, I think it's a square number. I really do think it's a square number. Yes, I agree. And I, I just jotted some notes down here and I was thinking about this uh, when I was watching that game last night. So, uh, or Saturday night, not to date our podcast here, <laughs> but, uh, San Diego state, they've had a different hero in all these games. They had the, the kid that hit the free throw at the last second there, different guy. Then they had the big guy that came off the bench, different guy that hit the game winner last night. And here's a scary thought. Their best offensive player. The only guy they have that scores in double digits hasn't put together a complete game in this tournament yet. What if that guy shows up in this game? Mm. The guy that has been consistent all year long, and he just hasn't had a good game yet here. He had he had some great moments in, in the Saturday game. He had a great first quarter, and then he came through in the fourth quarter. A lot of it foul shots. But what if he has the game that he's capable of playing, that he's shown he plays all year? Ooh, I'm not very worried about the spread, I'll tell you that. I, I think we're on the right side of the number. You can. You, I'm going to throw this out there too. UConn's not been in a jam yet, right? Th this this tournament. You made that point. So I'm just I'm just kind of my mind's kind of scrambling here, thinking about like all the teams that I've played on in the past, and I'm sure you have the same feeling as well. You know, when you're in a position with a team where you've got different. Let me let me put it a different way. So. If you're on a team and you think you're good or you think that you should win a game or you should win, you know, the, the tournament you're in or whatever it is, and you're down, that's when teams or you're close and you're in you're under pressure. That's when teams really show who they are, because what a lot of teams do, if they're not like San Diego State University, they <laughs> look for someone to be the hero. And you're on the field or you're on the, the the court or wherever you are and you're looking around. And what you should be saying is, I'm going to do my job and I'm going to uh, I'm just if I'm the hero, what it doesn't matter who the hero is. We just we just all have to do do your job. That's Bill Belichick, yes. right? Do yep. your job and it'll all work out. And that's his point. But a lot of teams do the opposite and they look for the hero who's going to be the hero and they don't go for the ball. 
or they don't they don't dive for the ball or they don't they don't shoot because they're too nervous or or they're you know don't you, you, you know you you don't want the ball you kind of put yourself in a, yeah. you don't put yourself out there you don't call for the ball yeah man ah, yeah when you're down like that team matters and if it doesn't yes. matter who's mm, is UConn in trouble in here <laughs> is UConn in trouble they're in trouble aren't they we're gonna we're gonna do the smart bet we're gonna be taking the seven and a half but going to your point there has UConn been busted in the mouth they've been hit in the face San Diego's been hit in the face multiple times. They've faced multiple double-digit deficits. They were down by seven in that last game and came back. They had to play the number one, arguably the number one seed in this entire tournament, Alabama, and they showed up throughout the entire game. They've been busted. They've been busted up, and they came back. Has UConn been tested yet? We don't know what they react like. That's great. What if San Diego is up at halftime? How is UConn going to respond? What if? <laughs> what a great point. No, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. All we right. Know, we know San Diego State's going to keep fighting. Yeah. Well, they, they don't quit. They, they, they don't know what quit means. I'm not Even saying UConn's, I'm not saying UConn's not going to fight, but we don't know. Just we, want them to cover. We have not seen them there yet. <laughs> Just want them to cover. Yes, that's right. On that note, we're going to leave a little ambiguity there, a little bit. But I, I think now, you know, you and I went into this uh, podcast thinking, are we going to watch the final four? Are we going to watch the final? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, we're watching this game. <laughs> it is It is funny. You mentioned something earlier uh, off, off the podcast beforehand. It's almost like when that first weekend's over, the betting, the betting for the tournament is almost over. You're kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we were this down. one, this one, the matchups, great matchups to bet on. This is the, of the final four teams, this was the best matchup from a better's perspective. I think that was going to line up with our numbers. This is exactly what we wanted as a better. I couldn't agree more, but, but, but as much as I want to continue, we're going to leave it right there because, because, ooh. We just we 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 can't we're not going to solve it, and we could talk about it all night long. And you know yes. what? It, you know what it comes down to. Eventually, yes. these teams are going to have to play the game, and it's going to be epic. All right, John. Let's recap now. Our best bets for this week's final game in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Why don't you start us off? We're looking at best bets here. Go for it, man. I'll start calling you Luke Buffer. <laughs> best bet. I love San Diego State plus seven and a half. And I am, I went from leaning under 132 and a half after hearing your argument. A heavy lean, a heavy lean, sir. I like heavy it. Heavy lean, heavy mm-hmm. lean. I agree with you. Uh, my best bet right now under uh, 132 and a half. So that's my best bet. I appreciate your lean. I'm going to change things up a little bit, though. I was a heavy lean on the Aztecs and the points. No, no. We're making that a best bet. We're making it a bestest of all bestest bets. Whatever we we call it these days, we're both on that. We are both on that. San Diego State at least covers. But I'm going to add some more in here. I'm going to ask you if you're going to do the same. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the Aztecs money line. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, full disclosure to the Daddy Sharps listeners and to Luke himself. Before the Final Four started, the Aztecs were staring at me, and I what? did a futures bet on the Aztecs to win what? this mother. Oh, 
Tasty would you get? What would you get? Because right now plus, the the money line is plus three thirty, plus four hundred. Oh, you you are a daddy <laughs> sharp. You are a daddy sharp. You are a daddy sharp. John, so that is gonna. I, I will be rooting for those Aztecs, my man. <laughs> I am too. I am too. It's it's gonna be a great game, and we cannot wait to come visit this podcast again after the tournament and recap because we're going to win every bet we know we are. We're that confident. But before we go, because we're getting to the end of this one, this podcast, John, we are back on the UFC next week. UFC 287 in Miami. The main card is a middleweight rematch between Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya. Yes. You like that fight? You like that fight? Yes. One of my favorite fighters as a better is yep. going to be on this card. So you got to, in that first fight there, Adesanya and Pereira. Pereira won by TKO in the fifth round. I believe that was the third time that he has beaten Adesanya. So this is the fourth time they are fighting now. And I'm going to tell you, there's a guy on this card. I'm going to give it to you next week when we break these cards down. Uh, there's a guy on this card that is heavily overvalued. The public loves him, and I love to bet against him every time. John, mm-hmm. I want to ask you who it is, but don't reveal it just tune, yet. Tune in next week. <laughs> Wednesday night, folks, yes. we're going to have that podcast out and we're going to tease it on social so you will not be surprised. Just look for the Daddy Sharps podcast on UFC 287 Miami next week. John, that does it yes. this week, however, for the Daddy Sharps podcast. Remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means and The bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media and look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. But first, you know, John, great podcast this week. I am really looking forward to this game. Sir, I tip my hat to you in the March Madness. I think we did very well. We did, and the music is playing, and we're jamming right now, which leads me to one more question. John, who is your daddy? We are the